0: hello everyone how are you it's Pastor Rod here in Tokyo Japan and we're just so excited about what God is doing in September it's September already can you believe it and we're doing a, a series called filled and I believe with all my heart that God formed us and God wants to fill us with his love and grace and power you ready now when I was in my teenage years I was uh, I didn't know Jesus I was a, a non-believer an unbeliever I I was actually not very warm towards God at all, and in my my teen years, I I didn't know what to do. I became more and more depressed, even though I we had um, my family, we had some some education and money, and um, and then I got, got a great job as a fireman, and um, I was doing a lot of surfing. Life was good in a lot of ways, but I wasn't good. I was not good. I was I was depressed, and I I didn't know why. I didn't understand why, and. Only now do I look back and and realize just the the emptiness that I had without Jesus Christ and and I remember uh, um, the, the the feeling when when Jesus came into my life and all of a sudden inside was filled my inside was filled with Jesus with purpose with with God and here's a quote from a, a mathematician from France four hundred years ago his name is Blaise Pascal he said that there is a a God shaped hole in the heart of every person what an amazing concept that is there is a a god-shaped hole so we can eat food and fill our stomachs but our our heart can be empty or no purpose don't know what life is all about and and i wanted to let you know today that we can be filled by god you know god has formed each one of us and it says in in genesis 1 27 god created mankind in his image in the image of God, He created the male and female, He created them. And I've just got a, a pot here representing my life. Uh, that's not me, that's, that's Viv. Uh, this is me. <laughs> and and the, the potter, the Bible says that God is like the potter. He, he forms us in, in an absolute plan and desire there's a plan there's a there's a way that God puts us together and he he wants us to be a certain way Uh, our our um who who we are our 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 outside and our inside are made by God and 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 so God made us male that's sort of I'm the that's me I'm the sort of the, the more rough guy and um and God made my wife Viv and I'm so glad that we found each other at Uh, many, many years ago. We've been married for 35 years. Can you believe it? I I feel like saying 25, but it's actually 35 years that we've been married and, and God created us according to His plan and also according to His image. We are what God wanted. We are what God planned. We're even what God desired with all of His heart. And Genesis 2 verse 7, it says, The Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living being. That's 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 Adam and Eve, right? The original male and female. And I want you to know that when it says God formed, it's actually talking about this incredible sense of a, a potter on the wheel, turning and turning and and when it's not right he he pushes it down and then he makes it again until it is exactly the design that God wants it to be. This is this is how God made us in our mother's womb and and this is something incredible that that, that David, King David, realised and wrote about in Psalm 139. He said to this in verse 13. He said to God, "For you created my innermost being; you knit me together in my mother's womb." Now David did not know about DNA or genetics way before science, but David had this revelation that even in his mother's womb, God was doing a work of knitting together what an incredible picture of dna strands i don't know how the ancient people could have described it better that david to say it's like it's like knitting it's like god knitting it's like god creating forming the dna this part from mom and this part from dad and this part from mom and this part from dad and 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 god you created you knit me together in my mother's womb he says i praise you because i am fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful now imagine if I said here today, wow, I'm I'm wonderful, I'm amazing. You would say you're very you sound very proud. But David had a revelation that this formation was the plan of God, was the work of God. And so he's giving glory to God. He goes on, verse 15. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. That's in his mother's womb. When I was woven together. There it is again, that picture of weaving, knitting, creating, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body when we're in our mum. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. So so God planned me to be this pretty ordinary sort of pot. It's okay. It's good. It's complete. It is the desire and the plan of God. And and God created Viv to be much more pretty than me. Isn't that good news? And um, a different form, a different purpose. And somehow God created us to be Married and to be together. It's a great picture now I've got one more scripture here about being formed because it does talk here about the Intention of God and it comes from Ephesians 1 verse 4 and verse 5 It says for he for God or Jesus. He chose us in him before the creation of the world to be Holy and blameless in his sight. Holy means set apart for special use for purpose in love he predestined us for adoption to sonship. That word is actually like childhood, not more than, it's not male or female, into adoption, into being a child of God through Jesus Christ. You listen here, in accordance with His pleasure ha <laughs> ha, and His will. And I love this about the creation concept, is that God had a purpose and God had a delight in creating us male and female born in the country we were born at the time we were born that makes our age relevant in the the race and the face and the design and and it's all in god's purpose but god did it not as any form of 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 like far away but totally involved in the process so god created you with intention and with ha-ha, with delight when God was forming you. Ha-ha. He created, I'm going to do this one and this one's going to have a bit of humor and this one's going to have a bit of, this one's going to be more sporty and this one's going to be more creative and this one's going to be more mathematical and this one's going to be more research and this one's going to be more teacher and this one's going to be more a coach and this one's going to be more a banker and this one's going to be more a great parent and this one. You get the picture when God created... It's not apart from desire. It's involving, ha ha, the great ha ha, the great amazing sense that God made us for Himself. Come on, give God a big praise. And friend, no matter who you are, you've got to understand that God has created you for purpose, for desire. And as Blaise Pascal said, there's inside every man and woman, I believe, a desire for God. Now, we can push that down. And many people do, but I believe that there is a desire to know our Creator, to know why we're on the planet. Now, I've just got a a, a water bottle here as well, just an empty water bottle here. It's part of a a set that I I carbonate my water at home. I'm going to put the pots over here. The beautiful uh, Viviana can go over there as well. And um, you know, this is like a, this is an, an empty an empty bottle. This is this is not a throwaway. This is one that like we keep and we keep refilling okay now this is um this is the formation i'm just going to go to this this picture here that that we're formed at birth and god has put into us all that he wants but we need to be not just formed but we need to be filled and this is the desire of God from the beginning. We read in that scripture that God wants us to become the children of God, sons of God, daughters of God, people that know, oh, I'm loved. I, he loves me. He designed me. He made me. He, he, I, and I'm loved. I'm, I'm wanted. I, I, I'm not a throwaway. And, and there's an old uh, um, um, singer in America called Mahalia Jackson, and she said, God doesn't make no flops. God doesn't make any mistakes. God doesn't go, uh-oh, what have I done? No, no. God has created us. Even if we come from a, a difficult background, I want you to know that somehow God is in control and God wanted you and God created you and God loves you. But here we go. All human beings are called a vessel. Are called a, a, We have a body. We have a, a soul. We have. And, and I remember um, not long after I became a believer at the age of 19, I was a fireman, that um, I, had a, I had a friend or had a friend at that time called Steve Davis. And Steve Davis saw the change in my life and he said, well, Rod, right. he's, he's from England. I, I guess I won't do a very good English accent, but maybe I'll try in a moment. Because he spoke with a very, very uh, sort of, sort of like, like that, like really breathy. Almost hurt my voice doing that. <laughs> um, um, and Steve was a, 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 an ex-military guy in the British army, he was uh, like the, the, um, the Green Beret, the, the, the top level um, troops for England and he'd been in the Middle East, he'd been in other parts in Africa I think and other parts of the world as a soldier. He was not a believer uh, but Steve was my fireman friend. Now Steve wasn't that tall but Steve was a, a person that everybody was afraid of. like Everybody, even the big fireman boys when Steve would walk through, he would. Everyone would just back off. He was just unusually violent and tough, and uh, I, I sort of called him my Rambo friend. And uh, <laughs> but Steve was Steve was a vessel, but he didn't know God. And when I became a believer and was filled, Steve said to me, "What's wrong? What's wrong with you, Rod? There's something's changed. What's wrong?" And I said, "Oh, Steve, I I now got I've got Jesus in my life, and I I found." the the joy that I wanted and Steve said oh that's interesting tell me more and so I would tell him that i will be reading the Bible and I loved I loved reading about Jesus how how Jesus came and he healed the people and and how he he I believe he's going to heal me and how Jesus loved all people and I I knew he now loved me and how he could set people free from bondage and darkness and past and he he was starting to do that already in my life I'd only been saved three days I'm telling him about Jesus and, and he's going well that's interesting Rod tell me more what's that and so I would say you know Jesus died on the cross Stephen and, and he rose again to forgive us our sins so although that he made us um, he also wants to fill us with Jesus he wants to fill us with grace he wants to fill us with love now at that point Steve said no 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 oh Rod that's great for you but that that's not for me I have my own religion and I said what's your religion Steve and he said, "My religion is Steve religion. I believe in Steve. That's what he said. I believe in me. I believe I'm the strongest person around. And no matter what happens, I'm the strongest." And and so we were we were friends and we laughed. But he he said, "Yes, uh, maybe there's a God. Maybe there's not. But I have Steve religion." Well, it was just a number of weeks after that that Steve had a. A life-threatening situation and I I'm not going to go right into it but it was demonic it was evil it was something trying to kill him and when someone says that to you you look at them and and you say well was that in your mind but Steve was the man I'd never met a man like that without fear without fear of anything and and all of a sudden in the fire station he came and woke me up at 5 a.m. in the morning now in the fire fire brigade in Australia um, if there's no fires you're allowed to sleep on the you know the sort of the low the hammock we used to call it the the low bed and um, you could sleep to sleep till 6 a.m. and so he woke me up at 5 a.m. Rod Rod wake up I gotta to talk to you and uh, I said, what is it Steve was it 5, five a.m. he said Rod Rod you gotta get up and tell me about that Jesus stuff again whoa well I got up real fast, real fast right there and um Steve had this experience where he almost, he felt he almost died he said something was choking him and he couldn't breathe and and he said Rod I remembered that you said Steve even though you don't know Jesus Jesus knows you and you can call out to Jesus and and um he said in my in my moment where I couldn't breathe I tried Steve religion I, Steve nothing happened <laughs> and then he said and I called out Jesus and the thing left and I and he said and here I am help me right now that that had just happened right at that moment so i got up out out of the bed and and i opened my bible and i shared you need to receive jesus steve jesus has saved you and jesus loves you and jesus wants to fill you and i remember it was at just after 5 a.m that day that that steve davis opened his heart and the empty uh, empty container became a full container in Jesus' name. Isn't that great news? Come on, give God a big praise. Come on. The empty container became a container filled with Jesus Christ. And and this is what it's like for a believer now. So, so when we, we become a Christian, it's not that we become better than other people. It's not holier than thou. It's that we now, this empty vessel has now been filled with God and filled with grace and filled with Jesus and filled with hope and filled with future and filled with purpose and when i got saved that's what happened to me too i did nothing but all of a sudden i was now filled with the holy spirit i was filled with a new heart and a new desire and And i want, want you to know that when when we talk about god filling things he's not that interested in filling places he's not that interested in filling areas we live in japan and a lot of people when we came here said oh this is a dark country and I remember thinking to myself that's funny i don't feel dark i feel filled by jesus in japan amen you know i've been to some other countries where that god is moving and god is doing incredible things and i've been to i've been to i've seen miracles in countries like the philippines and indonesia and i've also been to jerusalem like where the the center where jesus was 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 crucified and rose from the dead i've been to all places and and i don't feel any different because on the inside i'm filled With Jesus come on you're filled with Jesus give him a big praise we need to understand this and all through the Bible God meets with people in all sorts of places he met with Moses in the desert he met with David out in the field with the sheep he met with probably Kings in the palace he met with me in in, in a little tiny church in Sydney Uh, he, he, he meets with us wherever we open our hearts And He fills us wherever we are, on our bed, on our push bike, in the car, in the train here in Japan. He can fill you. He can touch you. He can alone or with people in the church or outside. Friends, God is not in churches when people are not there. He's not waiting in a church saying, I hope they'll come back. Gee, it'd be great if they came again this Sunday. No, no. God is in the people. And when they meet together, God is in the people. Amen. We've got to get this. Now listen to what it says in Acts chapter 17. I'm going to come back to Steve Davis' story in a moment. But Acts 17, 24. This is is Paul preaching to some people in Greece who don't know God at all. And, And he says, The God who made the world and everything in it, the Lord of heaven and earth, and does not live in temples built by human hands. That even means the temple in Jerusalem or the tabernacle. God doesn't live in those places. He visits them. And often in Israel, God, His presence would come and and, and people would know that God was there. But that's not God. That's not the God of the universe living in a tent or living in a temple. He comes and visits. He comes and meets. But God right now doesn't live in temples. God lives in people. God lives in you. That's why we always need to have the, the hope of Jesus. The concept that God is able. God is able i was empty but now i'm full i was broken but now i have purpose i had no no way future now i'm full of future because i'm filled with god we need to give god a big praise come on come on god doesn't live in temples or churches or cathedrals or chapels he doesn't he lives in people he lives in people and that's why we can have fellowship Wherever we are, I've, I've, I've had fellowship with people in our house, Viv and I in our house in on a train, we're talking about Jesus, in a restaurant with my boys and we pray and wherever we are, God is. Wherever you are and on the online experience, some people have said, oh, this is not church. And I would say, well, no, no, you need to understand God is in you. He is in you, friends. And I do look forward to the in-person experience. I do look forward to being physically with people to worship, but I don't have to have that to have God's presence in my life and as we pray in the family, we can have communion anytime. Just thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. Just just building a life and and a and a household of faith and and and, and all that sort of thing. God doesn't live in temples made by human hands that's what that's what Paul is preaching and he goes on to say and he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything see God doesn't fill us because he needs us God fills us because he loves us and he wants us to have the best life possible it says rather he gives everyone life and breath and every everything else and from one man that's Adam he made all the nations that they should inhabit the whole earth, every nation, every person is special to God. And he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries in their lands. That means you are exactly who God wants you to be. The right age, the right race, the right faith, the right person, the right personality for God to fill you and to get you ready for purpose. Isn't that great? I love this. I love preaching this in Japan and saying to Japanese, God is close to you. If you just open your heart, Japanese people, you're amazing. God has formed you with purpose. But you just need to open your heart and let God fill you. And there's going to be an incredible sense of purpose and future and destiny. I think we need to give God a big praise. You are wanted. You are filled. And you are ready for purpose. And as I finish out, I want to mention guess this, this last story. And I'm going to come back to Steve Davis, my friend. There was a woman in Jesus' day. called We call her the woman at the well because she was standing at a well. There you go. And it says that Jesus had to go through this place called Samaria. John 4.4. 4, Jesus had to go in that area. Now, there's no reason why Jesus had to go in that area. In fact, most of people took a different way. But Jesus said, I've got to go through Samaria. Why? Because there was a woman there. There was a woman there that God wanted Jesus to talk to and touch. God had formed her. God had created her. But she messed her life up. Her life was in a, a very difficult moment. In, in the story, it says that she'd been married five times. And the guy she's with now is not a husband. And she, it says that she was getting water at midday in the hot sun in Israel. That means she was probably not accepted by the other women. She had to come In the middle of the day by herself but God formed her God saw her and Jesus had to meet her he had to meet this woman and in in the story he he says give me some water and she says you know this this and that and and this this is what Jesus says to her he offers her living water he offers to fill her with the power of the Holy Spirit and um, it says Jesus said to her in verse 13 everyone who drinks this water just talking about natural water will be thirsty again but whoever drinks from from the water that I give them will never thirst indeed the water that I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life and the woman who was empty she said sir give me this water that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water it's an incredible story Jesus just meets her Uh, He loves her. God formed her. She's living in in possibly danger and difficult circumstance and shame. And Jesus said, "I, I could fill you. I could fill you. God could fill you right now. Right now. Right now. And she opens her life. And the change is so great that she goes back to her village and just about everyone becomes a believer. When they see her, they say, you've changed. The whole village comes out and meets Jesus. And they all well, I don't know about all, but most get filled as well. And God enters into that woman and then her family and the friends and the village. And and this is the beginning of the move among the Samaritan people that Jesus loved so much. And finally, Jesus says to her, Hey, woman, I've got got a truth for you. A time is coming, this is verse 23, and is now come when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is spirit and His worshippers must worship in spirit and in truth. And it's saying God is is not in a building. God's not in a in, in the Samaritans or the Jewish people. God's not in Australia or America or Japan or the Philippines. God is in people. God is filling people that from every nation and every background and every type and whatever it is, because this is the plan of God. And I've just got one last illustration uh, before i finish this is what i call my this is a carbonator this is this is what i use to just get ordinary water and um i'm just going to pour some water out of here just get, get some ordinary water and um this my illustration is now being filled and 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 fizzed by god and it's just a simple little uh illustration here of a carbonator just put my this is what god does in us when we get refilled with the holy spirit christians we can be refilled like this And all of a sudden, our filling, we are now fizzed. We are now exploding with Holy Spirit power. Now, you can't really see it. We probably can a little bit, but there's now bubbles all through that and it's now carbonated. So here we were the last scripture, John seven thirty-seven. On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, let everyone who is thirsty, everyone who's thirsty, formed but not filled, let everyone who's thirsty come to me and drink. And whoever believes in me, as the Spirit has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them, be fizzed up, be flowing out of our lives to our jobs and our families and our uh, fizzing and and, and and exploding out. By this he meant the Spirit, through whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time the Spirit had not been given, since Jesus had not been glorified. So after the resurrection, Jesus comes, the power comes, and they're all fizzed up. And, and Paul says to Timothy, get filled with the Spirit. And, and 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 just a life of being filled how do i get filled well just ask again just say god fill me again fizz me up again just go through that little process of the carbonator of the holy spirit so back to and i'm finished so that day when i led steve to to know jesus he went from a pretty amazing guy but an empty vessel he received jesus and was really filled with the holy spirit and on that day the demonic power in him left him left him and he got rid of the religion of steve <laughs> and he got the relationship with jesus and steve went on to to marry his girlfriend and had um two two amazing kids and i i uh, I, I lost touch with steve we, we worked in different places after that and it was years later when i was pastoring in toowoomba in australia a beautiful city that this family came into the church and just started worshiping there was mum and dad and two teenage kids and after the service, he comes up and he says, Oh, you remember me, Rod? And I said, I uh, don't know. And he said, Steve Davis. I'm Steve Davis. You remember back in the fire station that day? I said, yeah, Steve. He said, well, this is my wife and my two kids, and we love Jesus. And he said, right now I'm a chef in a like a hotel, and um, we, we just love Jesus and want to serve Jesus. And and all those years later, he was filled with the Spirit and I want to tell you friends that we are formed and we are filled and we didn't do either of those we were formed by God even if you don't know him he was for you were formed by him and we are filled by God by believing in Jesus Christ and if you're a believer and you've lost your fears you need to get under the carbonator of the Holy Spirit and say Lord fill me again refresh me new purpose new vision I want to get back to being a, a christian living for you and blessing the world around me friends we're doing a series on filled god wants to fill god wants to bless you wherever you are i believe it i'm going to pray for you right now thank you jesus for amazing people who are already filled i pray for refilling new filling increased filling and i pray for anyone who is a uh, uh, not yet filled seeking God would reach out to you right now and say, I want Jesus in my life. Thank you, Lord, for everyone. I pray, Lord, for filling this month in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's give God a big praise. Come on. And I'd just like to pray for anyone who would like to receive Jesus right now. The Bible says just believe in your heart and, and, and you'll be saved. Believe in your heart, speak with your mouth and you'll be saved. So I'm going to count to three quickly. If you want Jesus, pray with me. You ready? I'm going to count to three. One, two, three. Jesus, I pray you come into my life. Forgive me and fill me with love and joy and forgiveness. I want to follow you. Amen. Amen. Come on, give God a big praise. If you did that, why don't you just type in Jesus or contact our team. Um, We've also got connect groups in the church, meeting with other spirit-filled people and uh, it's September, we're back in our connect groups. Come on, let's go. Let's invite people. Let's be part of God's filled world. God bless you.